Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the Patrick Lally Show on another grand and glorious day in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I, of course, am Patrick Lally, the host of this program. I don't know if I point that out every day. I don't. I don't know that I that I actually say that, and I there may be some confusion that I am actually the Patrick Lally, <laughs> and it's my show. I, of course, am here with uh, Dan Peters. He is the Dan Peters, Uber producer of the Patrick Lally Show, and we appreciate him being here. See, because you are the one who puts eponymous on this particular <laughs> show. The eponymously named Patrick Lally Show. I like that. This is like my debut album. Yeah, like R.E.M. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, there you go. I like that. You know, uh, I don't know if, you, Dan, have you got a little scratch in the throat? Have you had any? I've talked to several people uh, today and yesterday who have, are experiencing a little, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? A little <clears throat> no, but I, I just did take a little bit of apple cider vinegar not 10 minutes ago, so ah. that could have an effect on how my voice is reacting right now. And that guards against any, it's, a, it's just a, a keeps, your, keeps your, your, your pipes clean, right? A little cleansing yeah. Yeah, for, for not just the throat, but yeah. other, you know, the rest oh, of the yeah. digestive yeah, system. Many people do this. This is a good thing, right? Although they're... they're I think Beth must have spilled some coffee in here earlier today, <laughs> and and this this room is probably about you know it's a it's maybe like a a, a twelve by yeah. six. It's not big room. You spill a little coffee in here; mm-hmm. those coffee bean aro- aromatic <laughs> sensory things it, it causes some you know extra so, so <laughs> e- extra. You know, that might make me a little verklempt. Yeah, if Dan if Dan keels over in there, it's because. Of the spilled coffee in that very confined space that is the news studio here in the KSOO corner of Results Radio, uh, but we'll—he looks okay, so we hope we're going to have some. We're going to spend next couple hours talking about uh, politics and uh, business and uh, you know all the good things in life. Uh, what else? Uh, parenting. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day. Uh, as I said, Dan and I are here, and we're happy to be here with you. If you're listening on the radio. The old ways on Information 1000 KSO. Perhaps you're driving around town on this beautiful day. Or streaming live on KSO.com or the KSO mobile app. KSO Mo. KSO Mo. That could be the next t-shirt. Yeah. After all my cheese, oh my it'll geez. be KSO Mo. <laughs> we or mobile, the, baby. We can put that on the back. That'd be good. Uh, and of course, we are on Twitter at P Lally Show, and you can throw us a comment there. Follow along with the links and such that uh, that Dan puts up during the course of the show, because he mans the Twitter feed. He's good at that. And uh, you know, I'm I'm talking. I'm doing the talking. So we, uh, uh, you know, he. I saw this story today. Um, this is interesting is an Argus Leader story by a friend of the show, Joe Sneedy. And he says that uh, uh, electronic bikes continue to increase in popularity as the baby boom generation creeps up in age and looks for ways to stay active. And this is a, a story about how the city has to change the rules for the bike trail system because currently, if you're on any motorized vehicle, whether that's electric assist, you know, whatever, uh, can't do that. That is illegal. You could get a ticket for riding your e-bike, which are taking the world by storm, I call them cheaters, but that's fine. Uh, they're they're great for a lot of people who need to get out and get around, uh, who might not otherwise ride bikes. Now, you know some 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 a small fraction of these people probably uh, are are the cheaters. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, it's great. It's wonderful. Okay. They're fine. And and the, the city is going through the process now of doing some rewrites. Uh, there's different kinds of e-bikes out there. Some of them are, are just, they just help you pedal, you know, once you get going. And that's great. Some of them are just have a throttle on them. There's like an electric scooter. Well, them electric scooters ain't going to make it. Let's just say that. You can't be out on the bike trail on something you can't pedal. No, because then that's not bicycle. No, it's a motorized vehicle. Because then you'd have people whizzing by and then Patrick tracking you down later, like we've heard about in other yes. instances on yes. the bike trail. My uh, my issues with e-bikes are, are, are well stated. Um, and But that's fine. I'm, I'm not against e-bikes. Let's get that out there. Uh, I like them. They're, they're, they're wonderful, and now they're affordable, and they're efficient. Okay? But here's the deal. <laughs> so, uh, and all this is fine. It's a little, you know, it's not a controversy. It's something that's going on. And, um, but at the end of this story, I'm going along. Da, 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 da. You know, the e-bikes can go up to 28 miles an hour. A lot of, some of them before they, and then after that, you have to power it yourself, which I think is a little high. 28 is pretty fast if you are uh, not a proficient bike handler and you're going through the bike trail. So, Ooh, yeah, the closing rate, that's just yeah, crazy. There you go. That's exactly it. And so the, I have concerns about that. But uh, I get down to the end of this, and there's a quote here from uh, who whose quote is this? Some Nelson person. And it says, uh, uh, it's from the city. We want to make sure this is all done safely. Oh, it's TJ Nelson. I'm sorry. TJ, our yeah, old, from our the mayor's old, office. Yeah, from yes. the mayor's office. Right in the mayor's office. Uh, we want to make sure this is all done safely and people are operating at reasonable speeds. He said, adding that the 15-mile-per-hour speed limit on the bike trails will continue to be enforced by police and parks department. What? There's a speed limit on the bike trail? Are they already enforcing well, this? Are they I, got radar guns out there? I've never seen this happen. Uh, I've never heard of it happening. I did not know there was a speed limit. I am a, a longtime uh, user of said trail system, as many of you are. Did not know there was a speed limit. Now, 15 is, you know, I mean, that's, that's a reasonable number. Most people don't go over 15 that much. I mean, if you're a road cyclist and, you know, you can maintain low 20s, you know, you can get up over 30 when you're humping it. But 15, I, they aren't enforcing that, are they? I don't think so. There are some people out there who, you know, are out uh, maybe uh, going a little faster than they should in a few places they shouldn't, okay, that are the busier spots over there by Spencer Park and such. But, uh, you know, if you're up around the airport, if you want to cruise along at 20, I don't think anybody should uh, have a problem with that. So that was news to me anyway. And you know, in that particular segment of the bike trail, maybe it would be advantageous to have a 20 mile per hour limit in that particular area. Yeah. You could you could basically say in this one, you know, from like, uh, well, let's say 41st Street, you know, from 41st Street going counterclockwise around to the falls. You could say it'd be 15, the rest of it's 20. Even even further than that, like start a Yankton Trail Park down to the falls, 15. And that's where most of the traffic is. I, you know, you're hard-pressed. 
I love riding the whole loop. A lot of people do it. There's always people out there, but there's not that many out there at any one time out on the northern fringe. So, you know, and maybe the some of the spurs maybe should be 50. I don't know. But it was news to me. That's what I'm saying. I did not know this. And it was in the last paragraph of the story. So, paste a read to the end, I guess. Yeah, that's not exactly burying the lead either. That's not the lead story. No, no, no. But it's, not, yeah, it's it's nice factual information little, by Mr. Sneevy. Just a little nugget there at the end from Big Joe. And uh, we appreciate that from him. Um, anyway, we've got a great show for you today. Our guests are Jody Schwan, a uh, friend of the show, frequent guest on this program. Jody is the founder of Business and uh, is a uh, distributor of uh, news about business in the world around here, development, retail, uh, uh, restaurants and such. Uh, she is a, a machine of information, and we'll have Jody in to find out what's going on. The Bad Mother is in for Weird Friends. Special treat there uh, by the Bad Mother because the smart cyclist is uh, headed east, parts unknown, and uh, you got some sort of band thing going on. Half the city, I think, is going to Indianapolis for. Uh, this big band festival out there. Oh yeah, Indianapolis is a big one. I've got friends who who have taken part in this, and it's it's huge. I think both the Lincoln and Roosevelt bands are going to be there. So that's a lot of band parents all in one place. So you know, people, be careful out there. It could get ugly in Indianapolis. Uh, and I will have a PNL statement after the next break. Today's topic: Trump in the House of Saud, Part Two. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Three twenty on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and it is time for the PL statement here on the show when we talk about the news. We look for stuff that, uh, you know, just gets our attention and we comment upon that. Uh, and actually, I'd said I was going to talk about Trump and the House of Saud Part 2. Um, I, I, there's just one thing I want to mention. because there is, I, have, I was trying to make a decision between the story about Billy Sutton and his in-laws donating to Christy Noem and this, uh, this uh, Nicholas Kristof column in the New York Times. Uh, I just want to read this one part of this Kristof column because I, I want to talk about the Billy Sutton story. So the, the column is a president kowtowing to a mad prince, and it's very good, and I recommend it, okay? Um, and there, but there's just this one section uh, about the, the uh, crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, also known as MBS, uh, that we've been hearing so much in relation to the, uh, the death of uh, Jamal Khashoggi, which we believe now he's dead. And, and I don't need to go into the details of that. Uh, but this is this passage from Christoph is just very good. Maybe we shouldn't write columns when we're upset because he knew uh, Mr. Khashoggi. But this atrocity is infuriating as well as heartbreaking. If the reports are true, if it happened in part because American officials and many of their bipartisan gushing over MBS enabled a reckless ruler, helped him gain and consolidate consolidate power and led him to think he could get away with anything. Trump and Kushner cultivated MBS early on as a potential ally, inviting him to dinner to dine in the White House and backing him as he rose to effectively run his country. MBS attacked Yemen, creating what the United Nations calls the world's most 
worst humanitarian crisis, bombing school children and leaving 8 million Yemenis on the brink of starvation, and there were no consequences. He provoked a crisis with Qatar, and there were no consequences. He kidnapped the prime minister of Lebanon, and there were no consequences. He imprisoned women's rights activists and extorted from business leaders, and there were no consequences. If MBS can do all this and still be applauded as reverently as ever in America, it's no wonder if he thought he could get away with dismembering a troublesome journalist. And if there are no serious consequences this time as well, even now that his moniker is said to stand for Mr. Bonesaw, what will MBS do next? The truth is that for decades we have enabled Saudi Arabian misconduct, including the extremist education and terrorist financing that contributed to the 9-11 attacks. We stood by as Saudi Arabia ceded fanatical madrasas in places like West Africa, Pakistan, and Indonesia, gravely destabilizing poor parts of the world. In fairness, Saudi Arabia has made progress in some areas, including its financing of terrorism, but it remains a despotic, intolerant, and misogynist. Enough. It's just a... It's just a fabulous few paragraphs there that really get to the issue here why because we needed gas that's that's what and it's still it's still playing us gasoline is still playing us but i want to talk just briefly about this uh, uh story it was on the wire it's out of the rapid city journal um and it ran uh on Argus Leader websites. Uh, I think it ran in the print edition today. It's all over. But it originated out of the Rapid City Journal by Seth Tupper, who is a fine, fine reporter who I know and I respect. But this is a silly story, okay? And I just want to point this out. The headline, report, Billy Sutton in-laws donate to SDGOP Gov opponent Christy Nome. And as it turns out, Billy Sutton's wife's grandmother and Billy Sutton's wife's aunt, great-aunt, her grandmother's sister, these two women, donated to Christy Noel. And so Linda Lillibridge of Burt gave 500 to a gnome fundraiser featuring President Trump. That's uh, Lillibridge is the grandmother of Sutton's wife, Kelsey. Uh, the report also shows that Kelsey Sutton's great-aunt, Cindy Lillibridge of Bonesteel, gave $2,000 to gnome's fundraiser. Okay, big deal. It's his wife's grandmother. You know, I mean, you have you, finance, campaign finance reporting is kind of tricky business, and I, I know Seth knows how to do it. That's not the issue. The issue is what you choose to report, and is it a curiosity? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it goes in some other story somewhere, but it ain't no lead, and it ain't no headline. Is there someone on the Christy Gnome side of the family tree that has donated to Billy Sutton? It's very possible. Possible. It's possible. Did anybody track down everybody's family trees? No. I'm sure I'm sure the gnome people pointed this out to them. I mean, uh, that's how it works, and that's fine. You don't need to do the story, Seth, first of all. Second of all, it is a curiosity. I will give them that. But the fact of the matter is that the Lillibridge family, according to this story, and is you know, Republican family, they they say that that they love Billy and they love Kelsey, but they're not going to pay. They're not going to back Democrats. They're going to back Republicans. So people have different affiliations in families that are closer than that. That's just ridiculous. Who cares? I don't know. Is it more of a story that you and I talked about this before we went on the air? Both of us, Patrick and I, got an invitation to yeah. a fundraiser. Yeah. Same one. Yeah. And, you know. Although the price was a little high for you and I. 
<laughs> I will say that. Yeah, it was us. I don't know how we ended up on that mailing list. But right, they, I, you know, big deal. Some people donate to both candidates, right? And, I, you know, I, again, it's a curiosity, but it's not a story. I mean, this took some time. Find something else. And the other thing is about the story that bothers me is it doesn't have any of the totals in it because I don't think everything's available yet. Um, you know, what are the overall numbers? I know Christy Noem has more money, and I know those some of that's available, but it's got no context. It's like, why? Why? This is what passes for political reporting sometimes. It drives me nuts. And somebody should have edited that. Somebody needed to say that. You know, what? Is that really a story? It's a curiosity. It's not a story because then you get a headline. You get a two-deck, six-column headline and inside page three in the Argus Leader. Well, that's a bad decision, too. Dumb. That's the bottom line on today's PL statement. Agree or disagree with me or Dan? Drop me an email, Patrick at KSO.com or Dan at KSO.com. You got that right. Don't mix us up. He's Dan. I'm Patrick. Those are our emails. Follow us on Twitter at P. Lally Show. It's a great place to uh, feedback information as well. Coming up after the news and weather with a Mr. Dan Peters, we're going to chat with the bad mother on Weird Friends. Later in the second hour, we've got Jody Schwan coming in from Sioux Falls. Business. It's going to be a great day, people. Stay with us on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Three thirty-five on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and uh, I am very happy to have with us for Weird Friends today. Whenever we can get her, we take her. It's the bad mother. I'm back. You I'm are bad. back. Still bad. <laughs> Still bad. <laughs> Still bad. No, uh, it, you know we we always end up just talking about uh, your your parenting. Right. right, but yes. you have—I mean, that's—you have other interests without revealing too much. <laughs> you do do other things. I do do other things. Yes, you know, much as you know, someone of a certain age with children does. But yes. you know, <laughs> but they're getting to be more things because the kids are—I mean, now you're getting yes. to the age where, like, you can turn them loose. Yes, absolutely. I mean, absolutely, because you know, my son is old enough to stay at home and babysit the younger child i we don't fear that they're gonna right well we sort of sometimes still joke like don't set the house on fire yeah. but i mean it's at least they know what that means <laughs> right yeah i mean <laughs> he's he's a responsible enough kid to you know yep. manage taking care of them both for the day although during on the last um they had a day off from school a couple of weeks ago or whenever it was um you know they were just do, they were doing their thing doing whatever they do during the day not you know killing each other and then i get home and and my daughter's just starving starving i'm like did you guys eat lunch today (laughs) (laughs) and then my son's like yeah we kind of skipped that so (laughs) he skipped lunch that's kind of hard to believe too well that yes yeah actually so maybe he didn't exactly skip lunch he didn't have a formal lunch well yeah that is true i mean there was one thing with my daughter if she doesn't eat breakfast in the morning Mm. i mean she's got her very she's got a routine i mean she wants her small bowl of cereal every morning and that's that's good it's fine it's you know she needs it breakfast is good but if for some reason we have to leave and, you know, it's like not a school day or whatever. We have to leave the house before, you know, earlier. She doesn't, we don't have time for her to eat a, a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. Then later, you know, 
she doesn't recognize, you know, it's it doesn't work with her brain to be like, all right, I didn't eat breakfast, so I'm good with lunch. It's at lunchtime. She's like, but nobody's fed me breakfast. Or, or you know, the first <laughs> meal of the day is breakfast. And then later, it's, well, I didn't have lunch yet. Well, yeah, the pizza you had, you know, when we were out running errands yeah, or whatever, that's actually lunch. You know, <laughs> you're okay. You're going to be okay. Uh, you know, it's because your daughter is, is, is how old again? Seven. Seven. Okay, you must experience this then because, uh, you know, uh, the children I live with, JP's kids, they, uh, the, t- t- uh, the Viver is, is going to be, uh, eight. No, she's going to be nine. Let me, let me back this up. No, she's going to be eight. Yeah. Yeah. She's a year older than. Yeah. So she's going to be. My kid. <laughs> I got this racing age problem. Okay. So it's her racing age is nine. And the way that works is it. Yeah. So yeah. it's a little messed up, but yeah. So she's going to be eight. Oh, the big sass. Yes. Lots of it at my house as well. Eight year old, seven, eight year old girls. Big sass, right? Mm-hmm. Is this this is just a, a, a inborn trait? I think so, and it's probably even double so with you know they have older siblings, mm-hmm. you know, so they they've seen the outside world more, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, and they can do this thing. It's not good for radio, but the the fingers and the just you ain't gonna tell me nothing. Right? Yes, oh, she's gosh. you know, and I love that. Kate has complete confidence in herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is so self-assured, mm-hmm. but sometimes I just want to be like, you know what? Let's dial it back just a little bit so <laughs> I, can, I can stay sane, you know? <laughs> so it's that weird wa- you know, line mm-hmm. that I walk. I'm like, well, I don't want to quelch your confidence and your no. abilities and your, you know, but sometimes the confidence maybe moves a little too far into arrogance, you know, but girl power. <laughs> yes. Girl power. Not girl all powerful. Right. <laughs> How about that? Uh, and that, that's, that's tough. And I think it's worse for mom, right? Well, yes, definitely. Because, you know, she's all sweet with dad. <laughs> oh, d- daddy. And me, it's just like, you, <laughs> well, you know, can you get me a glass of milk? You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get mad, then you, it, it all comes crashing down on her at some point, right? She's like, uh-oh. Well, and she gets very emotional then uh, too. So it's you know the you know the confident sass yes. crashing down to the emotional tears, <laughs> it, you know, and it's all my fault, of course. So yeah, to, to which my husband then looks at me is just like, yeah, that's all you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in the garage. You pretty much. I'm yeah. sure you have this under control. There's nothing I can say so, or do that will add anything. To either a life lesson or a short-term gain. <laughs> exactly. I'm out. It's why I often joke. I'm like, by the time she reaches her teenage years, I'll be like, I'm out. I'm done. I can't anymore. I'm too old for this. You Does know? that scare you really, though? <laughs> the I mean, teenage years, you know, I don't know. It'll be fine. I mean, I think. <laughs> <laughs> when you're the bad mother, you just like, ah, yeah, whatever. I you can't. Know? I can't worry about it too much because, like, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. She'll. She'll do fine, but... Make good choices. Yes, make good choices. Because you can't be there anymore. <laughs> I know. She will, though, right? <laughs> I, no, I seriously, it's going to be all right, yes, right? Yes, it will be all right. I don't, it, think, I I don't mean, think it's going to be all right at our house. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we also joke that she's a, like the perfect combination of, you know, my husband and my sister. Which oh, is, you know, <laughs> really both they were both, you know, second children as well. So the I younger see. siblings, and you know, <laughs> do you ever just walk? You just like just turn and walk away. He's like, there's nothing I can do here. 
uh, yeah, I just like just I don't know. I can't anymore. But you're done. I'm then, not gonna. You're gonna. You, you make your own cereal. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You're. I, I, there's nothing I can do for you. Right. No, I don't. Re- I guess I usually don't turn to walk away. I just end up yelling more. Like, <laughs> that, you know, like, oh my gosh, you will brush your teeth tonight. Just do it. You know. <laughs> but they don't do it. You're like, put on the socks. Put on the socks. Yeah. Put on the socks. Put on the socks. It, and it, uh, short of putting their feet in the socks. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> it's just not working. Does volume help? No. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> it makes you feel better. Yeah, it makes me feel better. And there's a slight, you know, you oh, see a God. slight tinge of fear. Mostly it's just like, really, you know, <laughs> fear is good. I know it's a it's a fear is a wonderful motivator. <laughs> uh, yeah, but <laughs> we're going to come right back and talk more with the bad mother here in just a second on the Patrick Lally show. Information 1000 KSOO. The fragile heart you protected. 3.46 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO, and you're here with the bad mother on Weird Friends, and uh, we uh, we covered girls for the day, mm-hmm. um, yeah. little girls in the, in the big sass, uh, but you had mentioned last time we were here that you had to go, to, you had to take the extreme, <laughs> extreme measure of, uh, of 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 taking away the phone from uh, from the boy. Right. Yeah. This is. I mean, it's probably the first time we've ever had to do that. So he's got a couple more days of no iPhone, and then he can just rejoin society. <laughs> um, no Snapchat. <laughs> I know. Has he? So how have you done with this? Has there been pressure to like uh, commute the sentence at all? Or well, no. But uh, you know, there's been a few times where I, you know, I just wanted to like text him to be like can you do this before i get home and they're like oh and i'm like i can't it doesn't go anywhere See, so you it's, know, back it's the convenience you, it? factor for me but it's been fine for me because better hope he's not listening yeah like, well Mom? what time is it now it's yeah they're not even <laughs> out of school yet <laughs> but he's dealt with it okay i mean he's yeah he he's managed i think he's proven that he can actually exist without snapchat for more than an hour. And so. he's 13, right? Yeah. So uh, how long has he had a like smartphone, an iPhone? Uh, since he was 10. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was like that was the first full summer he was no daycare, no nothing. Ah, so it was like. That was a, a safety tool. It was kind of like our $50 a month tether to the kid. So, <laughs> so he's, <I> mean, <laughs> he's pretty proficient then. I mean, he's got it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think all all of his classmates are. This is his life. Right, yeah, it's that's their connection. So know. this was. Do you find then that it was an effective behavioral uh, 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 technique? I think it. You know, I mean, a good deterrent in that we, one. We actually followed through with the threat <laughs> of you know taking something away. So huge was, victory there for the right. for mom and dad. Yeah, <laughs> little high five action. Yes, yeah, like good parenting from the bad <laughs> parents. So you know, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, at the same time, like. Uh, Dang it, I can't get a hold of you and I need to ask you something or can yeah. you do this? But that's just convenience. So, so everything goes back to normal which day? Oh, Sunday, I think. Oh. So So he'll be he'll be gone. Yeah, basically we won't see him at all on Sunday because he's got to get caught up on everything, but that's also fine too. So are you you know, since you are the bad mother, do you worry all about uh, you know, what he can do with the phone? Um, or is it just like, you know, the world is the world? And, you know, we you make good choices again. Yeah, basically, it's like, I don't know. 
you know, years ago, I guess we looked into like, what can, you know, what can we see? What apps mm-hmm. is he using? I mean, we do have, of course, like the family share plan where, yeah, so you, you can know, monitor him. yeah, well, yeah. we get the little thing, you know, he can't just buy apps or even download the free apps without yeah. us getting the notification and we have to approve it. Right. But, you know, I mean, that's just smart because we don't want to look and be like, oh, look, yeah. how much money did you spend on random songs or apps this month? Right. You know, but he could but, set up a shadow account. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm making that part I, up. I, I don't no know. If that happens. I don't know. But so I guess, yeah, like, so like at the beginning, we're like, okay, what, what's he looking at? What websites is, is he looking? At? I mean, they are genuine concerns, but at some point you just have to be like, yeah, like I said, you know, I mean, we have to trust he's going to make good choices. And I guess we've always maintained too, that, you know what, we can look at your phone anytime. We know yeah. your passcode. I'm like, this is not yours. You do not pay for it. We are letting you use it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, also, um, and I'm can, just nosy. So sometimes I'll look at it and be like, well, who is, th- who's this person? Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, she looks cute. You know, <laughs> That must really go over well. Yeah. You know, he's just, you well, know, it irritates him, but I'm like, seriously, you know, I mean like, <laughs> that, that's the threat though, right? Yeah. You can always pick up his phone and look at it. Yeah. No, but the Snapchat thing. I know that's. <sighs> maddening because it's just my nature of being nosy too i just want to know i'm like what are you talking about what's going on you know (laughs) yeah and that is his ultimate refuge right oh yeah i mean that's i mean i but that's gonna happen i mean yeah kid 13 year old boys are gonna have this conversation whether it's on snapchat texting or standing and looking at each other right right you know it's not gonna change the conversation no i don't think so it's just you know photos are a bit that's a different deal. Yeah. And I mean, I've had many conversations with like, you know, don't you dare ask for girls photos. Like, you oh, know, like, God. you know, I'm like, no, well, I mean, that's a real problem. But, you yeah. can you can get yourself in more than normal trouble. At this yeah. Point if you don't understand the gender boundaries. Yeah. But and I think he's fully on board with not doing anything like that, you know, but we'll see. It's so. the same <laughs> thing, though, with with just. Uh, in your in your interactions with 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 girls or girls with boys you have to have those boundaries anyway right yeah it just so happens that you know they've got this whole t- another tool that facilitates and, their interpersonal relationships and maybe they do understand that for them there may not be a difference you know yeah for me i grew up without these devices then i think people it became like oh this is like a secret world that's separate from the world. But for kids who grew up with all the technology, it's just the way the world is. Right, right. So, so. if you're if you are a uh, uh, if you are a mean person with your phone, you're probably a mean person without your phone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I mean, it might be heightened a little bit more. You know, seeing it in a like a text message or mm-hmm. something versus you know spoken. But they always think they're so cute, don't they? Yeah. I mean, they think they're so funny. <laughs> Nobody's ever made a fart joke before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, bad mother, uh, you know, hang in there. Yes. And uh, make it through the weekend. Don't give that phone back. And oh, that, no. <laughs> uh, next time you're back, uh, we'll, you'll have to update us on on, on the status of, of punishment in various forms. Right. Well, hopefully there is none. You know, That's but true. <laughs> what are the odds of that? Uh, give or take. Football's okay. He's doing all right. Oh, yeah. Season's got it. about a week left, so... Do they do playoffs and all that stuff? Or are they just done? Yes. 
Really? Yes. His junior football team is going to the championship. Oh, man. Does that down the dome? Yes. I'm so excited. My coyote heart is very happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give him the tour? Start giving him the tour now? Oh, I yeah, I have and I've tried, but nobody wants to do the, you know, the mom memorial tour around campus. So, you know. <laughs> Sounds fun to me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad mother, thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you again real soon. All right. See ya. Coming up right after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, Jody Schwan from Sioux Falls Business will be with us, and we'll get caught up on all the issues of development, retail, restaurants, all of it, right here on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Fifty-seven on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. And uh, coming up on October 27th, the Trick or Treat Trail Run. That is a Saturday, 10 a.m., starting at Pasley Park on the bike path along the scenic Big Sioux River. It is a 5K run walk and a 10K run. There will be a candy dash for kids ages 3 to 10, and that starts at 9.30 a.m. The candy dash is .5 mile race. Each finisher receives a goodie bag and an event shirt. This is uh, this is one of the longer running uh, events in our community for running, and uh, always well attended and a good time. Uh, for more information on the Trick or Treat Trail Run or other events in the Sioux Empire, see the listing at ksoo.com. I was just looking through the news during the uh, commercial, and I see there's a story that President Trump said on Thursday that he believes the Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi is dead. But he did not uh, say uh, that he thinks the crown prince there in Saudi Arabia had, was involved. So we'll see what happens next. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, Jody Schwan from Sioux Falls Business. Stay with us. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOA. Four oh seven on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOA, and uh, we are. Still, we've had uh, a, a, a conflict, a, a, a scheduling issue happens from time to time, and uh, Jody's on her way. Everything's going to be fine. Don't nope, don't panic. All right, but sometimes we get a little bit of sideways as far as making sure that, you know. Yep, sometimes some, some, she is a very busy young lady. She is, and. Um, uh, many people are, and they come on this program at my invitation and your invitation, and sometimes things change. But no, she's coming. She's on her way. And uh, maybe we'll talk about traffic. I don't know. She'll be right here. It's going to be okay. And uh, I did see this, though, um, and this is interesting, and I'm, I'm not trying to steal uh, Joe Sneedy's thunder, but he just posted a story at ArgusLeader.com uh, that says that uh, City Councilor Janet Brecky is going to uh, propose uh, making more restrictions on uh, on phones in the car. A, a all, all handheld electronics. You can't. You won't be able to hold it up to your ear. Basically, you have to have a Bluetooth. So that'll be a big deal. City Councilor Janet Brecky bringing that forward. She said she hasn't done it yet. She plans to propose new restrictions on the use of cell phones and other electronic devices while behind the wheel. Well, that, that'll be a good debate, huh? Now, I don't have Bluetooth, but I do use the cords, so so the the regular earbuds oh, yeah. that come with the, and then you, with the phone. That is, yeah. So it's not handheld. Right. That's good. 
Well, I'm sure we'll be talking about more. And maybe we'll chat about that a little bit with Jody of Jody Chuan of SiouxFalls.Business. She's coming in. We'll be right back. This is the Patrick Wiley Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 415 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, as promised, Jody Schwann of Sioux Falls. Business is nearing nearing the studio. Are you like monitoring her on her GPS? Yeah, that's right. I'm following <laughs> along. Uh, I've got her dialed in. She's uh, coming into, w- she's within range and will be with us shortly, we believe. All, all indications are that that will happen. You know, I was thinking more about this uh, cell phone ban, though, Dan. I'm for it. What are? You, what do you think? You know, there are so many ways that people are distracted behind the wheel, it's and, true. and that is public enemy number one. And, mm-hmm. and and people, it's been long categorized in Sioux Falls, even even when I did not live in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. The people in Sioux Falls, how they drive, they said, yeah, you open up your brain, you put it on your dash. That's how you drive in Sioux Falls. <laughs> Why is that, Dan? It just seems that people either don't follow the rules or they never think as far as maybe two inches in front of their nose I when they're driving. It. I think that's part of it. You know, a lot of people don't follow the rules. But I, like this morning, I was trying to get downtown earlier than I normally go. So I was right in the, right in the heat of the battle there. You know, seven thirty, quarter to eight, right in there. It was crazy. It was. It really was nuts. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't. I. It, I think it's because we we tend to end up driving on all these sort of arterial streets, right? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, four lanes with a turning lane. We just have a lot of opportunity to interact with each other on the road, and. And so that's that's why people, you know, that you have more opportunity to turn in front of somebody and all that kind of stuff. I don't think we drive any worse than anywhere else. You Yankton people getting all snooty with your driving. Hey, now. No, I know. And there was there was Wagner before that. (laughs) That's right. Uh, We have in the studio with us, as promised, as I said, she was very, very close. And she is, in fact, now in the studio with us. Jody Schwan, founder of Sioux Falls Business. Jody, how are you? And I did not talk on the phone on my way here, Patrick. <laughs> and when I replied to your email asking if I was still coming, it was at a red light. So, uh, okay, you know, good. Just so we're clear. Good. Yep. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to bring that up. I said I was tracking your GPS, which is a little creepy, but, you know, not hey, true. The, the day was coming, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you can right now, you can share your spot with through a text. Yeah, you, you can. Know what I, mean? I don't. You can. No, I'm not gonna do it. With right. Anybody. I, I mean, not that I wouldn't do that if you, you know. Right. If I said, needed to well, track my progress. Share here. your location with me so I can get your ETA. By the way, there's been absolutely no prep for this segment. This is completely candid. All of you That's listening. Be- no. This is gonna go wherever, right? Well, as usual, because right? it's just a conversation. That's, right. That's the best radio, Jody. But usually, there's like at least this little thirty second window when I'm walking in the door where you'll say, "Hey, how about if we talk about this, 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 and this?" And yeah. I'll say, "Sure." Yeah, so, and none of that. We haven't done that. So, so I don't know the go. answer to this question. Who knows where we're going? Did you go to the chamber dinner? Was Tuesday night? No, I I didn't. Whoa! Sorry, See, it was my that's first. Why you do the prep? It was my first year, and I don't know how long, but I was not in the state. Oh, that's right, you were. So going. I had a viable excuse. Um, and normally, yes, I'm a standard. Yeah. You know, that's that's on my calendar. Well, I swear, though, it was a week earlier this year. You think so? A week or two, maybe. I, yeah. I'm probably wrong on this, but I always remember it that. 
after October 20th is usually when they had that event. But You know, maybe they had to move it up a little bit, get that Pixar guy. Maybe. And a great speaker. I was um, bummed that I didn't get to hear him. I heard good things from those who went. Yeah, that's like a target-rich environment for you, isn't it? Well, the chamber dinner. Yeah, target-rich environment. Yes, I see a lot of people I know. Yeah. I probably knock out a few. You know, it saves me a few emails or a few phone calls. Sometimes I, I come away with some ideas. But You should just be, you should just be wired. Well, you the, should be wired for sound right. the entire time the so you topic can just keep was, notes. It was right in my wheelhouse, though, you know, telling your story as a business. Mm-hmm. And I was all about, let's get that message out there to the business community. So I, you I know, was right on board with that speaker. I, I am, too. And uh, I, w- I was not there. I wish I could have been there um, but I couldn't and the uh, but the 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 point here about telling your story as a business and I did hear uh, the gentleman speak a little bit in 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 a recording and uh, he had started as an illustrator and got very interested in storytelling and uh, he's a Pixar right but you've written about this you know businesses are really bad at telling their story they are good at maybe telling their origin story, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily their story. Right. And, you know, it is difficult. I mean, most businesses have you know enough of a story that, say, from my perspective, if we were working with them, we might be able to develop a, a little series of pieces about a business. But I'm at a point now with my business where we're more than 18 months into it, and we have some clients where, you know, we've done 18 20 pieces in some cases we've done double or triple that Mm -hmm. and now it's about okay what haven't we talked about what have you done lately you know um what's next for you as an organization how are you innovating i mean those are the elements that are going to make that good continuing story and that can be a lot trickier Mm -hmm. uh, is what we're finding so you know the question you're never done with this you're continually writing your story as a business and that's a good point because if they can't answer that question Right. That's not a marketing problem. No. Okay. And that's, that's a little bit bigger a operational problem. problem. Mm-hmm. Do you run into that sometimes where you're with people and you're just asking questions and they say, because you have, you have clients, the way your business works, you, you find news from all kinds of different sources. But one of the things that you do is serve a, a group of, of clients to tell their stories. Right. The, the, but the interesting thing is that you must run into these times where you ask a question and they say, yeah, you know, I hadn't. I hadn't really thought of that. Well, yes. And sometimes it's the open-ended, so what's new? Uh, not much, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they struggle a little bit to define what we should talk about. And that's where the journalism skills come into play. And you do start just asking these questions to draw out what their story is. We have a couple of different um, revenue models. You know, some of them involve a client submitting uh, content to us. And another one involves us actually doing what you said, creating the content for the client. And what I'm finding with a number of businesses is even though they have other resources that they could use to put their pieces together, they're still choosing to have us do it because they want that outside perspective. They want someone to come in and mm-hmm. ask questions that maybe they hadn't thought about before. They want a different voice. So it's it's been good. It's kept us plenty busy. It's something I wasn't really counting on, but it, it <laughs> does make sense when I look at it from the business's perspective. Well, and I, I think you're right because so many people, um, they they don't have that ability a lot of people uh, you know they 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 understand what they do right but they don't understand certainly journalism um but that that skill of saying let's take this apart a little bit how do we how do we actually tell this story and and not just these are the facts ma'am uh and sometimes when you have people inside an organization they don't have that contextual view right Mm -hmm. you're taking their story and putting it into the broader tableau 
of whether that's local, national, or international business. Right, and sometimes it's who tells that story. You know, maybe you, the business, aren't the best one to tell it. Yeah. Maybe it's your customer. Often it is your customer yep. if you find the right one. And then it's the format that the story takes and, and again, the structure and the voice that you use. But uh, it is very much, I think, marketing of the future. And a lot of traditional uh, marketing folks, advertising folks, were trained in methods that I'm not saying they're not used today, but they don't necessarily lend themselves to this more storytelling type of approach. Mm-hmm. Journalists, on the other hand, are, are very much trained in, first of all, how to figure out the story and then how to tell the story. So it's been interesting to see even nationwide with some of the journalism programs, how they're evolving a little bit to also blend that marketing approach and then how the marketing programs are bringing in more of the content creation side too. I think you're going to see those two worlds continuing to come together. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, we thought for uh, several generations that there was this hard line of demarcation. And in a lot of ways, that needs to be there. But this this idea of of finding, because there's so many different avenues and, and mediums and uh, varieties of ways to get your message across, for you, that must be very exciting because at some measure... You can do anything you want, Jody. right? I can, yes. When you own the business, you can uh, <laughs> take it in a lot of different directions. But, you know, I think being really clear about the fact that it is still paid, that it mm-hmm. is still advertising, that's important. Um, it's it, marked it bothers, on your site. Right, yeah. right. It's, it bothers me when, when some other platforms don't do that mm-hmm. um, because I think it – you know, we try so hard to, to gain trust from the public in general. I mean, media organizations uh, are not the most trusted entities out there. Um, and a lot of businesses that advertise maybe aren't so much either. So, I mean, I think we have to be clear about that. But at the end of the day, if if you're telling a compelling story, people are going to consume it anyway. And the fact that you're disclosing it, you mm-hmm. know, that it is a paid piece, I think that just makes it actually more authentic. Yeah. So. Well, and if it's good information, mm-hmm. actionable information that people like, they don't care. No, right? we've, we have seen that time and time again. And you have your partners. And then there, but there is one of the things that brings people to your site, SiouxFalls.Business, is that there's a lot of other stuff there. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. all paid. Right. There's just, there's a constant flow of development, retail, restaurant, news that people want. Well, that's the thing. Telling your story as a business is one thing. You can tell your story in a really powerful, compelling way. But if you don't have a way to get it in front of people, it's, you know, not very effective, is it? Um, It's maybe driving a little bit to your website. You know, it's helping... Mm -hmm give you something to post on social media and those, those are good things and you'll see results from that but you're still pretty limited as far as who you're going to reach so that's what I really did like about this model that I drew up and it's still uh, I imagine still a model in uh, in, in the development making. Yeah. A model in the making <laughs> yeah some days you say so. I, I have no idea where we're going you know I mean today we I do a daily schedule and I, I look ahead well you know me I'm mm-hmm. I'm a planner by mm-hmm. nature so I'm out to <laughs> January at this point I kind of know what we're going to be doing but I mean big picture wise um but every day I, I do a little rundown of what we what's coming up and I was a little light for tomorrow and then I started writing things down and I don't know that it'll all come together but before I knew it I had more than an average day you know sitting there
there in front of me. So yeah, every time I think we might be slowing down just a little bit, something usually happens. Yeah, it's just well, a matter of trying to keep up. It's a constant barrage for for the reader. For me, I, I'm I'm there all the time. Um, yes. We are Sioux Falls dot business, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Sioux Falls. You're wondering where you business. can get all this fantastic I it, content. I said it two or three yes, times. Thank you. There you go. Sioux Falls dot business, uh, and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about a few of those things that have been on there recently, and uh, with Jody Schwan, who is the founder of said website and Facebook page and. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. We'll be right back on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Four thirty-four on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO, and we're chatting with Jody Schwan, the founder of Sioux Falls Dot Business, which is what, what do we call this? We call it the city's, the the region's premier business news website and social media powerhouse How's sure that? we'll take that yeah. thank you I'm, I'm just i'm just kind of throwing spit, yeah spitballing it's catchy, it's catchy. I mean, we'll, yeah we'll take that somewhere all right uh we were just talking about sort of big picture um marketing and storytelling for businesses let's get down into some uh let's get down into some uh, nitty-gritty here i read a story on your site the other day that i did not know these i had seen uh the this location and they were putting up these uh, poles, and I had no idea what they were doing out there, somewhere around like uh, Madison and, and La Mesa. Uh, turns out it's a hop farm. Yes. I knew you were going to – how did I know that you would take one of Rosemary's <laughs> stories first? This is why I had my phone out. Yeah, okay, now <laughs> you got to read it. I should have her on conference with us. But, okay, so funny story about this because people ask me, where do you, you, know, where do you get your ideas or yeah. whatever? And, and we get them all over the place. I mean, so a lot of this stuff we – we see through some public filings, you know, we're always calling people, just checking in on what's new. Some of it we just find by driving around town. Um, this particular one was a tip that I got after I spoke to a group um, a couple weeks ago. And it was on that one night where we literally went from like summer to mm-hmm. practically winter. You know, remember that? In the span of like swing. three yeah. hours. So, yeah, like I went to work dressed for an 80 degree day. I was speaking to a group at I believe it was 7 p.m. And and by the time I left, it you know it was like forty. Um, so I'm on my way out. This I have vivid memory. On my way out the door, and um, one of the ladies in the the audience called me over, and, and she, I think, lives out that way, drives by this intersection mm-hmm. a lot, and told me that um, she had seen this and that she had managed to catch the name of this um, hop farm. And so I asked Rosemary to go take a look at what was happening there. Mm -hmm. And it is some siblings who started this business called Herds to Hops, which I thought was just very clever, first of all. And uh, this is a process to start a hop farm. I I learned a lot. You probably did did too too. in this story. (laughs) Um, How you go from a more traditional farming operation uh, to a hop farm. You do not do it all in one year, but they do have the First crop now harvested. Um, and of course, the idea is to use these to support the growing uh, local brewery industry. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of potential clients there. So they've sold some of the hops to wood grain. Uh, other breweries out in the hills are interested. A big hop yard in Iowa bought a half a ton to help fill its contracts. So mm-hmm. they've, they've only got a little bit left to sell. Um, and they are hoping to use that uh, in local beers. 
uh, it's a full-time job for one of the siblings. Other one uh, has a job and, and works there as she can. Um, but, you know, it's great to see this kind of modern agriculture taking root yeah. here um, in the area. We've seen it with the small farms, the CSAs um, already, and now this hop farm um, I think is just going to be fun to watch. The growth of breweries in Sioux Falls has been really exciting to see you know mm-hmm. i mean it wasn't that long ago that we barely had any here and yep. now we've got they've, they've kind of dubbed it brewers row downtown we've got more coming uh severance brewing company is opening in the cascade next year and people really seem to be supportive of these establishments so the other thing that's interesting see. about breweries is now that uh, uh minor uh brewing the prairie berry moved out to from downtown out to the Western Mall and a new wine store went in there, which I want to ask you about, mm-hmm. uh, that the breweries have kind of moved out of downtown as well. And, yeah, and so they moved and there's another one coming on the east side, right? Right. I mean, I was a little confused about the change in state law that uh, supposedly yeah. prompted this. Uh, don't ask me to explain this to you. I don't, I don't no. really know. And I'm not sure that it was totally clear to them either. No. Um, but yeah, so some of them are moving out because, you know, like anything, retail kind of follows the neighborhoods mm-hmm. and um, there's been so much support for these downtown that I think people are giving it a go in other places. So, well, and yeah, Hydra is out on the Hydra west side. Hydra decided to go actually with yeah. its west side. Um, you're right about the east side one. Name is escaping me right now. I'm sorry about that. But it's not open yet. I know that, right? The east Obscure. Side one? I think it's called Obscure. Ah, yes, yes. Yep. You're right about that. Um, there's even one coming to Hartford. They're opening yep. next month. So yeah, I mean, they're definitely... Um, spreading beyond the downtown. I and think you're really, still going to see plenty downtown, though. It fits that neighborhood kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, so many people into brewing. It's just it's just wild. It has been really amazing to see. And now I think, you know, distilleries could be sort of the next thing to come. Mm-hmm. Um, the big news, of course, is that Chad Greenway is coming to town next week. It's on my list. Yes, to debut this. Uh, great, I like the name, Grey Duck Vodka. And we did a piece, uh, it was out today, He'll be at JJ's, uh, the new big JJ's, which mm-hmm. we should talk about their new addition yeah. to. You want to make um, a note about that? On Thursday. But, okay, so this is a Minnesota company. They use Minnesota corn um, to make their vodka. And we're, we're starting to see more Midwest distilleries. Mm-hmm. And so that will be something to watch, too. Um, uh, there has been conversation about a whiskey distillery as well. I have not seen that come to fruition yet. But we'll see if that happens. There was one. There was somebody trying to start a meadery at one point. Too. Meadery, meadery, and I don't know whatever happened to that. Making mead. Oh, mead. Mead, M-E-A-D, a meadery. Honey I've never wine. heard of this before. But, no, that's you know, pretty. So cool. maybe it's still out there. Well, see, and that gets to your whole makers thing. Mm-hmm, you know, totally. the, the the whole you, you have the makers market. There's so many people that are trying to uh, uh, do things that are businesses, but they are expressions of their their interests Mm -hmm, exactly but they're unique you know you're not going to get them anywhere else they're local Uh, unbelievable the way 605 made has picked up even this year you know i wasn't sure i really did think the maker movement was an actual movement and not a trend i kind of went all in on that Mm -hmm. but you never know are these things going to last and I mean, our Facebook event for our December, it's December 1st, um, the holiday market. We've got 6,000 people following this event already, Jeez. and we're, you know, more than a month out. Uh, we had thousands come to our night market, and, and people are really excited to see that locally made merchandise. Have I not talked to you since you had the night market? I don't think I, I have. I don't know. Wow. We were, you were here right before. It was the end of August, so maybe it was, maybe it was yeah. right before so, that. So, well, you've been very busy. You've been uh, traveling. Always, yeah. The... Uh, uh, it went well, yes? Yes, it was great. I mean, we were so lucky. We had just a beautiful evening, mm-hmm. and you never know. But um, 
that last Saturday in August was good to us. We had thousands of people out there, great music, food. Yeah. So again, we sold out of food. We have a great track record for uh, the local food vendors and uh, the make. We went ahead. I want to say we had maybe about thirty makers um, in the individual booths there. Holidays different. You walk in, it's one big shop. You shop merchandise. I think we selected something like sixty or sixty-five makers for for holiday. So that one will be ten to four inside Sharapa this time. The parking garage. On That's December, cool too. December first. Yeah, it is a really cool setting. And uh, it gets all decorated and such. Yes. Very festive. It's very holiday. Right on. Well, we're going to call uh, right back and talk more with Jody Schwan, founder of SiouxFalls.Business, the source of all your business news, development, retail, uh, you know, restaurants, all kinds of good stuff. We'll be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Maybe I won't feel so free. Four forty-six on the Patrick Lally Show, Information One Thousand KSOO, and we're uh, returned to our conversation with Jody Schwan. She is the founder of Sioux Falls Business, which is uh, online at Sioux Business, not .com, not .org. Sioux Falls Business, you'll find it there. But the best way is to just uh, follow on Facebook, right, Jody? That's really the the fantastic way to get your. What news. I would say, if you this it goes for any page on Facebook. Yes, you can, but set it to see first. There you go. Because Facebook is not our friend when it comes to reaching people. Even though you say you want to see our content, yeah, that's true. Not. The other thing you can do is sign up for the free newsletter. Love the newsletter. That's a good way to stay on top. You won't see everything, but you'll see a lot of business news. It, and it just gets you back to the site, reminds you yep. to go. You get yep. that twice a week, right? Twice a week. So just go to Sioux Falls Business. All we need is your name, your email. We won't spam you. All we're going to do is send you business news. So that's good. Yeah. Um, traffic's good. Traffic's been good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's always kind of fun for me to watch. You can tell when people get into back to school mode, they get a little <laughs> bit busier. Um, you can tell when they're busier at work and when they might have a little bit more free time. Mm-hmm. And uh, even the weather will affect us or like if a big event is in town, you know, if it's cold and rainy we might see a little bit more readership if we know that it's like one of the only nice days and everybody's outside taking advantage then we don't see as much right off but the yeah table. by and large it's been great um let's talk about a couple other uh businesses here you brought up jj's uh yeah the axe throwing yes <laughs> yes axes and ales but that place jj's is the the new jj's it's huge mm-hmm. The new JJ's is much bigger. Yes, if you've not been there yet, you need to check that out um, because they've got more inventory. It's an easier store to shop. Um, There's special event space. There's the cocktail lounge, Mm -hmm. uh, the boozy bakeries in there. So there's just a lot to do. And he's done a really nice job of bringing in special events. He just started something called Adult Beverage University. Which, I mean, I kind of feel like you might need to check that out at some yeah, point. But, I could do that. Um, lots of good, you know, uh, special guests and tastings and, and great stuff like that. Um, we talked about some of these others. Our wine bar, which is mm-hmm. going in the spot that used to be Prairie Berry on East Right. 8. I mean, apparently we, we love wine just as much as we do local brews around Woo. here. Because we've got a lot of wine bars opening, too. So our wine bar um, opens really soon. I'm actually invited to something tonight if I get over there. Um, really? Can I... You, you want to come with? need a plus one on that You've one? We've got some time. <laughs> you want to check this out? Yeah. Um, this is Ricardo's uh, wine bar. This oh, probably where we, that's You know, it's called our it. wine bar. Everybody's probably going to call it Ricardo's. I did not know it was Ricardo. Right. So you probably... The most famous wine guy in Sioux Falls, right? I mean, that's we can say that. And uh, Italian. So this was, you know, one of his specialties here at our wine bar, which is in the old Prairie Berry on East mm-hmm. Bank, the Frank building. Um, 
Ricardo wanted to bring more Italian to town, so he's got a good uh, focus on Italian wines on that list. Yummy-sounding food menu, meat and cheese, homemade pesto, olives, so Mm. good stuff for um, accompanying your wine. And his opening day is October 21st, which is is Sunday. Is it Monday? I don't know. It's Sunday. Same Sunday. day as uh, Elmwood Forest Cross. I thought he was closed on Sunday. Well, okay. maybe maybe that's a spell, I guess so. Maybe, maybe it's that or I got this wrong. No, mm. the 22nd is Monday. Yeah. Okay, so my guess is he's doing these soft opens then for the next few yeah. days. Yeah. Okay, and then he opens for good on Monday. So the next one will be Wine Time on Main. And oh, yeah. their hope is to open before the end of October. And that's in the Washington, Washington Square. Square. Yeah. And this one's going to be really cool. Um, great decor. 150 wines by the glass there. So, oh, yeah. that's unusual. Plenty to try. So the way they're able to do this is they use um, a device called a Coravin, which is able to draw the wine out of the bottle without causing oxidation. So you literally can take any bottle and kind of, you know, pour your glass. And I think I've seen these before. Back. So like. They're pretty cool. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It takes it, it. It sort of extracts the wine from the bottle. Yes. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <measure. laughs> yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. It's uh, pretty neat. Well, that'll be fun. And that, when is that? October what? Um, they haven't set their firm opening date, okay. but I know the hope is before the end of the month. Got it. And that's right across from uh, the pavilion. It's not so that's like that. perfect. Yeah. I think November 1st and 2nd is, I think that's like a first Friday. So it might be around then. But yeah, right across from the pavilion, right by Parlor Ice Cream House. Good combination Absolutely. there. Absolutely. It's a great combination. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Uh, Which has started Taco Tuesday, by the way. Did you see this? Really? So, you know, when you go in Parlor yeah. Ice Cream. You you can't miss this aroma of waffles in the air. Yeah. They have this waffle iron in there, and they make waffle cones. So someone had the brilliant idea to make a little waffle taco and yes. fill it with ice cream. Now we're and talking. And we're calling this Taco Tuesday at Parlor. <laughs> so just don't miss it. Who cares if it's snowing? Just oh, that place is good. Waffle taco. Good. Yep. Man. Uh, great addition to downtown, that's for sure. Um, so the wine and, and ice cream there. Um, I wanted to ask you about something, though, and we've hit uh, most of the restaurant things. Oh, Capriati Sandwich Shop mm-hmm. in Lake Lorraine to get out of downtown. That looks cool. Yeah, so the signature sandwich, and I think it's appropriate, they're probably opening in mid-November. The signature sandwich at Capriati's, which is a national sandwich shop, is called Dude. the Bobby. So I tried this for the first time in Vegas at that retail show mm-hmm. that I go to because mm-hmm. somebody happened to cater this. Never seen a sandwich like this. It's basically like Thanksgiving in a sub. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's turkey, dressing, and cranberry. Yeah. It's it's quite something. You got to just try it's it. Good. Do you like it? It's different. You know, <laughs> I mean, when you're at a trade show and somebody plunks a free sandwich in yeah, front of you, you like you're going to eat it. Okay. That's the way it goes. And when it, when it looks like Thanksgiving on a plate, you're kind of like, mm. okay, well, I'll try this. <laughs> well, that sounds good. When I get it again, yep. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And, and especially right around Thanksgiving, yep. I might be feeling like that. And that's right at Lake Lorraine, yeah, which is going a, crazy as well. Yeah, and it's a really neat new retail center. It's right on Marion Road. Um, hopefully they can add a few more businesses in there, too. That's the plan. There's also a new boutique coming to Lake Lorraine. Um, sisters who are starting mm-hmm. this, I believe. And Don't you um, have to be sisters to start a boutique? We hear a lot of that, yes. <laughs> not, not that there's anything friends, wrong with sometimes that. We have, you know, yeah, sometimes we have like friends doing it. Friends. That can get a little more complicated, but yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about one thing before I let you go, and that is uh, John Cook, who's a, a, a sort of very busy renovator in the city, yeah. uh, got a hold of William Dow, I think it's William, who's the original, one of the original architects in Sioux Falls, who, who did all the... Uh, 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 Wallace. 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 Oh, God. Oh, 
So close. I knew it was wrong. Same amount of letters, a lot of them in common. Yes, and uh, but he was a very famous architect, did yeah. the courthouse and all this. Um, uh, uh, what was the, okay, so this is my favorite story on the site today. So yeah, let me just it's an amazing this. story. It's, a, it's an awesome story. So yes, this is the and I don't I don't remember when Wallace Dow passed away, but this is the, the home of Wallace Dow, very well known architect, designed a lot of uh, iconic buildings in Sioux Falls, and his home, which is in I think it's still considered All Saints, mm-hmm. um, had fallen into disrepair. It was a rental property. Owner was a ninety-some-year-old woman, I believe, and John Cook, who has done just tremendous work in our core neighborhoods, revitalizing homes, um, knocks on the door. He had done a, a house across the street, renovated it. Knocks on the door, gets to know the owner, um, brings her meals on wheels, as mm-hmm. he put it. You know, uh, befriends her over the course of six months. She agrees to sell the house to him. So um, we first went through in March, and you know, it was one of those where I probably should have dressed more appropriately for the day because we were <laughs> trekking through. I don't know what. There had been a small fire in the home right before he closed on yeah. it. I mean, this thing needed a lot of work. But I love walking through them before so that we can really appreciate what And you've got done. before and after photos We on do. So on our site, you can see this for yourself. Um, he has completely renovated this property. It's now a fourplex. It was rented out months before he was done with it, which is a real testament to his work, but also the fact that, you know what, these make a huge difference in bringing people to the core neighborhoods. Places for people to live that are yep. nice. They're, uh, as the mayor calls it now, accessible housing, mm-hmm. not outrageously expensive, decent places to live. Uh, it, it, what he does is amazing. In fact, yeah. I got to get him on the show. We got to replicate him. But and, and we do have others um, in town who, yep. who do great work as well. We just need more because, I mean, look at what can happen. Yep, it's amazing. Yep. And uh, you can see uh, the photos at uh, Jody's site, Siouxfalls.business. Jody Schwan, she is the founder of said site, and I appreciate every time she can come in. Jody, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Coming right up. After the break, we'll tell you what's happening tomorrow. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 4.58 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Coming up on the show tomorrow, a very special Friday appearance by the Boon Man. And if that's not enough to get you to tune in from 3 to 5 tomorrow for the happy hour edition of the Patrick Lally Show, I don't know what is. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Information 1000 KSOO.